the only talk radio afternoon drive show that makes sense. Beyond the headline with Aldrin Simpia, right here on SAFM. It is 11 minutes after 3 o'clock in conversation next with SABC News reporter Brabashni Mudli. The situation remaining tense in Diploof as tensions have fled up as protesters pelt stones at police as well as well as, as the police were firing rubber bullets at them. Earlier on, we were told that a vehicle belonging to SABC News was damaged, that the journalists were also being threatened. Brabashni Mudli now joining us on the line. Brabashni, good morning and thank you, sorry, good afternoon rather, and thank you so much for making time for us. What's the situation like currently and uh, since that um, attack on members of the media um, have there been any apologies yes indeed so calm has returned to Kripani road um protesters are basically placed you know along the highway it seems that you know they maybe are preparing for another flare-up but we know that uh we can actually see that police presence has has in fact increased here the police are stationed along the road uh, reporters are still camping here since the morning, um, and you would know, as you correctly mentioned, that um, one of the vehicles, the vehicle that I actually drove to the protest this morning, has been damaged. Um, we parked at least half a kilometer away from where the protest had stayed up earlier today, and um, what happened is that my phone had started, my battery started to die, and I ran to the vehicle to, to get my power bank to be able to do the crossings. And when I got there, um, I saw that the window was completely shattered. There's glass scattered all over the interior of the vehicle. Um, and when protesters actually saw me approach the vehicle, they started to um, chase me with stones. Um, luckily, I was able to get back to police and get back to where the other reporters were. Uh, but other reporters, Cassandra Lewis was also, in fact, chased by protesters today. There was another vehicle that was uh, from another news agency that was also damaged. So uh, quite a lot of chaos that is up to here in, in this look today. And any injuries reported from um, the journalist contingent that's there? Uh, no uh, serious injuries, but myself and the SABC uh, camera operator, uh, we inhaled tear gas because you, you, you would know from the visuals and what we've been reporting on police fired rubber bullets. Uh, the protesters responded with stones. There was tear gas fired and a few of us actually inhaled the tear gas. Um, that was a little bit painful, as you can imagine. You couldn't see for a few minutes, and your whole face started, um, you know, was w- w- sore for a few minutes. But otherwise, there weren't really any serious injuries. I think reporters, or some of them, were just a bit shaken up. And speak to us about the issues that are raised by these protesters. Um, you know, they are service delivery related. Uh, we know this. So some of the, the the residents are complaining about the fact that they don't have access, constant access to clean water. Uh, they don't have constant access to electricity, ablution facilities, uh, toilets are actually far away from their homes. Um, they complain about the structural issues in their homes, that the roofs are starting to cave in, they don't have any doors. So these are some of the service delivery issues that they've been raising. Interestingly enough, um, also, Eldon, I think I should mention that you know when we got here this morning, um, shortly um, before we had arrived, we were told that there was a beer truck that was actually looted. And when we were driving into Deep Cloak, we saw a lot, hundreds of community members, all of which had bottles in their hands. And we were told by, you know, uh, bystanders that, and you could see that the protests got violent very, very quickly uh, because of all the alcohol that had been consumed, the contents of that truck that had been consumed after the looting had happened. And there were bottles thrown all over the streets. So, 
we we, yeah. we we assume that the protests got violent very fast because of alcohol that was consumed. And just a final one: any um, leaders from government who came to address the protesters? None as yet, which is one of the the concerns that were raised by some of the community leaders here. Um, and they have since apologized to reporters about the fact that we were attacked. And in the in in that same breath, they were quite upset about the fact that you know. Uh, there is this violent protest action. Police are here to, to come, sort of calm the flames, but there aren't any officials from government that are here to address their concerns, which seemingly are quite serious. Prabhashni, thank you so much for your time and please remain safe. Prabhashni Mudli there, our SABC News reporter. Listening into the conversation is Tolani Fitla, who is the spokesperson for the Johannesburg Metro Police Department. Tolani, good afternoon and thank you so much for making time for us. From um, a security point of view and from your vantage point, what would you describe the situation like currently? Uh, thank you to you, Aldrin. Let me also greet uh, the listeners. Uh, the situation currently is uh, pretense even though uh, the police contingent has uh, tried to uh, contain the protesters within the vicinity of uh, Tipcliffe Hostel. We know that uh, most roads were closed earlier this morning, uh, but fortunately the word got out to our officers as quick as possible to avoid a complete closure of both the, the N1 and the N12, and they managed to reopen that and Chris Honey Road as well. But uh, just as Prabhashni did uh, uh, mention, that uh, whilst the uh, police were still trying to, to quell the situation, uh, some of these uh, protesters uh, then uh, threw stones at passing vehicles, and unfortunately our media colleagues' vehicles uh, got damaged in the process. And she also did uh, uh, mention that an truck which was transporting alcohol was looted, and that is uh, true, it is confirmed. And the driver of the truck uh, sustained slight injuries, fortunately, and uh, officers had to open a case of public violence at Hidcliffe uh, SAPS for further investigation. But at the present moment, no one has been arrested. At the present moment, no one has been arrested. But then, um, considering that it is um, peak time now again, um, and some people will be heading back home and using those particular roads that were barricaded in the early hours of the morning, what's your message to those motorists this afternoon? Uh, our message uh, is for them uh, to drive with the extreme caution, even though we do know that we do have police presence in the area. Just uh, always uh, be vigilant of your surroundings. And if you are feeling threatened, make sure that you move away from that uh, area as soon as possible. So those roads as it stands currently still open and the police will remain there throughout the, the day into the evening? Yes, uh, that's correct, Aldrin. Uh, Chris Honey Road has been opened, the N12 and the N1. The only road which remains closed off is Martinez Mark, and that's right at the entrance of uh, the Cliff Hospital. Okay, why is that road closed? Uh, this is due to the to the protesters. I think that's the, the, the vantage point there where they are watching the law enforcement yeah. from a distance and also from our side as law enforcement since the situation is a bit volatile and uh, violent uh, we're just uh, calculating on how to uh, extinguish uh, this situation do you, do you anticipate that it could flare up again the possibility that uh, it could flare up and especially later as you did say during the, the peak hour periods uh, but uh, we'll uh, keep a close eye on it as law enforcement. Golani Fisla, thank you so much for your time. Spokesperson there for the JMPD.